Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Now it's time for... Walker Retail Ranger. Hey everybody, it is uh, Walker Retail Ranger with my beautiful bride, Liz. How are you today, Liz? Doing fine. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, today is Sunday, November 27th. It is approximately uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Early. We're doing a little bit early. Why is that? Because <laughs> apparently I wasn't fired. Um, I had a gig last night and I got another gig this afternoon. I'm trying to make that M-O-N-E-Y. <laughs> That'll be on the next wrap. So, uh... By the way, I did get a call. It was uh, unknown. It didn't say potential spam. It said unknown. So I answered it. And it turns out it was the uh, manager of the Backstreet Boys. Oh, get out Asking here. if I would be willing to open <laughs> yeah. for them on their next tour. And I was like, well, talk to me, man. What, what do you got going on? He's like, well, we're starting on the East Coast. I said, well, what, what time are the shows? He's like, nine. I'm like, dude, I can't do that late. Yeah. What time did you wake up from your nap? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I, I couldn't do it. So we'll have, we'll, we'll see. Um, as most of you know, we ended up seeing uh, the debut of the full version. Go ahead and cough. Go ahead. It, <coughs> this isn't professional radio. It's okay. Uh, <coughs> it's cough and cold season, everybody. It is. Speaking of which, you cannot find Tylenol anywhere. Anywhere for kids. I mean, it is a, a criminal situation out there. And all I could read is, or read why is because there is an uptick in the cough and cold season. Well, for infants, too. because I, Well, no, that's the big thing is the infants. Yeah. Like, you can't get infants or kids Tylenol. So don't do anything stupid and try to give people, like, small adult doses. We're yeah. not doctors. But uh, <laughs> speaking of stupid, so the misheard lyric we had on my full version of the Retail Ranger rap anthem that I did, <laughs> you had heard, well, at the end of it, I said, uh, finish my day strong. And you heard it as... Finish my bass drum. <laughs> so we, we have our own official misheard lyrics. So. And I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, two of my favorite islands out there that are now part of the uh, Walker Retail Ranger podcast, Download Nation, uh, one of which is Hawaii. Which nice. I say it's my favorite. I've never been there. I just saw when the Brady Bunch went there and it was looked really cool. <laughs> but I, I would like to go to Hawaii at some point. And then my other one is a place I've gone to and I would love to go back to again. I used to spend a lot of time there as a Youngin, Prince Edward Island. Oh, nice. Finally, finally got a download on the island. I've been looking, I swear <laughs> to you, ever since we started being able to track on the uh, the world map there, I was like, man, I know I got kinfolk up there. Come on, cuz, hook me up. <laughs> There's a lot of cousins up there. Uh, you know, like I don't know what first, second, thirds, whatever, but we're family. And I used to have some of the best times of my life spending the summers up in Prince, Prince Edward Island. Beautiful, beautiful place, and I want to go there again someday. Sounds nice. So shout out to PEI, home of the best potatoes. We that, have some of those. We actually, you you bought some potatoes the other day, and you were excited because they were from the island. Yeah, could have been one of my cousins <laughs> bringing them. Oh, driving no, seriously. I think one of my cousins posted the other day he was going to go pick up a load of potatoes. Oh, what does he do? He, he picks farm? up loads of potatoes. He's a potato truck driver. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like there's a family farm somewhere up there. <clears throat> I don't want to mess it up because it's been so long and I'm getting old in the memory here, but they used to grow potatoes on their farm. And I remember one year we came home, me and my Uncle Brian, and I had a russet potato that would have been the size of my shoe. 
It was huge. And I brought it back and I ate it as a meal one night. They're, I think they were growing them specifically for like a potato chip company. Okay. But anyway, some of the most beautiful uh, scenes up there and awesome people just down to earth. You want to talk about down to earth? My goodness. Those Prince Edward Islanders. Amazing. I just noticed that we're recording over the last track. So this ought to be interesting. Well, we- I'll clean that up in post-production. Uh-oh. No, nah, I think we'll be fine. Uh, so the holidays. Today is a National Bavarian Cream Pie Day. Yummy. So the little bit I did read, because you know I'm, I'm, I got a lot going on today. Uh, Bavarian cream, apparently there's a gelatin base in the cream that helps make it more that consistency. Right. It's those gelatin sheets that oh. you have to Oh, dissolve. you knew that? Yeah. Oh, man. I, well, okay. I've never, That's why your I've never chef lives. I've never used them, uh, well, but you, I've seen them you probably should on then. the cooking shows. Well, here's something you have done. Uh, today is also National Craft Jerky Day. Oh, yeah. And you have made some great jerky. I need to make some more. Yes, you do. That was perfect timing. <laughs> uh, it's also, on a not food note, it's Turtle Adoption Day. Oh. And I don't know if I've told the story on here, but I'm going to tell it again, if I did. For Christmas a few years back, you bought me, like, we're talking 2006 or seven. Oh, yeah. That was you bought me four yellow-bellied sliders. They were about the size of a quarter. Yeah. And when you went to the pet store, they said the mortality rate is like 50%. So you bought four, hoping we'd have two. Well, you had to buy a tank, and the turtles were. Free. Oh yeah, right. I'm sorry, you could not. Sorry, Uncle Sam. We, we, she didn't buy turtles. turtles. Calm the SWAT team. Call them off. <laughs> she did not pay for turtles. She bought a tank that came with turtles. But they did say that the mortality rate was pretty high. Right. And you didn't want me to have just one turtle because that turtle would be lonely. Yeah. So you bought four, thinking two would not make it. I, in my zeal for these turtles, uh, I kept them too warm. The water was too warm, and I fed him too much, and all four thrived and did amazing. Uh, turns out we had one female and three males, you know, and we put them in, I think they started off in a 10-gallon tank, right? Yeah. Then we went up to a 20, and then eventually we went up to a 70. They were getting so big, it was ridiculous. They're almost the size of a small dinner plate. Yeah. And then we built the pond in the backyard, literally, for these turtles. I know, because we were thinking, should we let them loose in a river or, you know, because it was... They were so big. It was just going to be ridiculous to keep them in there. Remember that time when I uh, I bought the crickets? We had live crickets. Oh, there, yeah. And they got out. Yes. They loved eating those. Oh, they loved eating them. and then But then that one got behind the tank, and you couldn't just move the tank away from the wall. Right, and right. And the, the chirp. Oh, morphs, morphs joining us. Which, by the way, for those of you keeping score, uh, two mice and a bird in the last week. Two mice and a bird. Okay, whoever had that in their column, you win the your, your pool. Um, so turtle adoption. Yeah, that was a cool thing. Anyways, bad part is we had an earthquake several years back. There was a slight tremor. And those turtles, we they took off about a week before. They left, except for one. Oh, yeah. Remember? One, one did stay. And one I, was taking a nap or something. I don't know. <laughs> and the, and the, Well, the, the female was named Big Mama, and you could yeah. like lean down by the pond, and she'd swim up to you. Yeah. Remember her? She Scratch was awesome. Scratch her neck. She and then I that. found her. Yeah. Several years later, when I was doing the food bank thing, she was she just happened to be on that road when the guy let me go early. Um, I was driving. Because it was right down way. the street. Yeah, and there she was, and like, it was weird. But when I said Big Mama, it's almost like she looked up at me, and I brought her home, put her in the pond. She was here for a day, and then my neighbor Bang. Steve across the street so sends me a pic. Says, "Hey, is this your turtle?" <laughs> she was across the street. I was like, "Oh crap!" So we put her, brought her back over, and uh. And then she was gone again, and she's just out doing her her thing. Yeah, she probably had babies somewhere. Maybe. She was awesome, though. Oh, I miss her. 
I do too. Speaking of turtle soup, what's cooking, Liz? Uh, we just had <laughs> Thanksgiving, a wonderful feast, and uh, I know you you had something to say about some turkey this year. Well, we're having Thanksgiving leftovers. Well, allegedly, it's like a three. It was a three day event anyway. So yeah, might as well keep that tradition going. But well, I did a little small, tiny turkey. Tiny turkey. A little tiny turkey. Mm-hmm. And I dry them out so bad every time I cook them. I don't know what my problem is. Like Christmas vacation time dry out? Pretty close. Okay. So thank goodness for our actual main Thanksgiving dinner. My sister Kathy did the bird because. Which was extremely juicy. It, it was very good. So I was, I threw the little turkey that I had in a browning bag, which. I mean, I've seen them in the stores. We've put up displays. We sell of them, the heck out of browning bags or cooking bags every year. They were like all the rage back in the seventies. Yep. And my mom cooked everything in there. Yeah. And when my dad started doing all that weird hunting when he got his back to nature. What do you mean weird hunting? Cookbook, well, we would have strange things in the browning bag. And <laughs> I always knew strange we were things. in for it when my mom was just eating salad that night. Okay. But I think the worst was a groundhog. And a browning bag. No. Yes. Are you kidding me right now? It was horrendous. A groundhog in a in a yes. bag. Yes. So, it half the bag was filled with grease and I oil. I would imagine they're pretty fatty. They're I think. real fatty. So, what? Here's the question. That, that was the one thing they said. Okay, you don't have to eat this. Did you try it? No. How did it smell? Gamey. Yeah. It, it was disgusting. I know stuff can taste gamey, but man, if it smells gamey, that's a problem. Yeah, that, that was just gross. Wow. So, but anyway. The little turkey turned out good. I it was did. really pleased. I didn't dry it out. To no, it was come. it was really really good. I mean, I I'm not a huge fan of turkey, like the whole turkey. I like turkey deli meat and stuff like that, but the the turkey your sister did and the turkey you did were, were just crazy juicy good. Yeah, because I like breast meat. Did she use a bag? No, she didn't. She bakes, so she's got the taste. She bakes hers at two fifty, which I've never heard of baking at that low. Oh. Like so I guess bait. it's just that slow roast. you know slow slow and, roasted that's and a thing. based you know well it was man. awesome and it looked picture perfect hers did mine didn't because in a browning bag it's not gonna get yeah but you're not going for looks in the browning bag no. you're going for taste I was just going for taste well that, that was an absolute yeah it wasn't win. a lot of brown on you know mine. what else was a win <laughs> what there was no green bean casserole served at either yes. Thanksgiving meal that we had so that was <laughs> but there was an amazing uh, pumpkin pie oh yeah. Oh yeah, big big grin. Look at your grin. <laughs> well, um, I actually looked for recipes for that. I know you can buy the can that already—it's called pumpkin pie mix. It already has everything in there. You just pour it in a the shell, the pie shell. Yeah, I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go old school. So I was searching around, and I went to one of my favorite sites, which is Country Hill Cottage. And instead of using the milk and the sugar. And their pie mm-hmm. with the you know pumpkin puree and the eggs. Mm-hmm. They use sweetened condensed milk. Okay, that, that kind of handles the milk and sugar part. Yes. Okay, that and makes sense. It was really good. I mean, it was creamy. You know, it wasn't like overbearingly. No, not at all. Pumpkin, but yeah, it was I, awesome. Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, you you did a little trick when we got home and had our little mini Thanksgiving the next day when you made sweet potato casserole. You didn't have cinnamon, or you ran out of cinnamon, right? Yeah. And so what did you use? Pumpkin pie spice. Hey now, tell me about it, people. And another, you know, kind of cool thing to do, and I saw this on um, Food Network. You can make your pumpkin pie filling ahead of time, like way ahead of time. Put it in a freezer bag, stick it in the freezer, 
then when you're ready to like the day before bake your pies you just thaw it out and just cut a little hole in the bottom and squirt it in there. That's cool. Yeah, so well, it kind of cut down on you know. Back to the time. sweet potatoes because they were amazing. I don't know if I don't think I asked you, but like, did you have any cent? Did you do like half cinnamon, half pumpkin pie spice, or did you? I did. I had a tiny, tiny bit of cinnamon. Okay. But it actually, I can't take credit for the pumpkin pie idea because okay. of the spice. Because it did say. You could use pumpkin oh, okay. pie spice. Well, I don't know what pumpkin pie spice actually is, so it, it, it was good. The, the sweet potatoes were awesome. Oh. I'm starting to stutter if that's what <laughs> I'm thinking about them. I might have to have some before I go. <laughs> so we just had what we call our Super Bowl, I guess, of the grocery business. Thanksgiving, it's just buck wild busy for like five or six days leading up to the actual holiday. Oh, yeah. And the, the gist of it is, you know, it involves that one dinner. Everything revolves around that one dinner. So it's very concentrated. Now, the next part of the season is, is Christmas. It's more like the Pro Bowl for us, where it's it's still going to be busy, but it's not going to be like bam, 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 like every day for the next 23 days or whatever, because it's it's more parties and stuff like that. Right, and I more mean, finger foods and Yeah, and appetizers. snacks and sweets and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's more rounded instead of just having green bean casserole crap <laughs> out for display. You kind of have all kinds of foofy stuff. Right. So, so it's going to be kind of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. I know my team did an amazing job. Um, our customers were very cool too. I, I think everybody understands that we're under a lot of pressure in retail right now, especially a lot of people are sick. I mean, the cough and cold season this year is horrible. And that affects us too. So, I mean, I can't tell you how many people we didn't have on our staff last I week. I know, y'all had a lot of calls. And out. especially with the whole COVID thing, you don't want people coming to work sick. Right. So now more than ever, you know, you might be likely back in the day, if you had the sniffles and a cough, you'd, you'd come to work. Right. But nowadays, it's like, oof, you know, you, you kind of just stay home and get better. If only we had Tylenol. <laughs> it, it, I'm just going to say it. I was in a competitor, I was in another store. I went to probably two or three stores, and the formula situation is still bad. That takes me off. Not only is the formula situation still bad, but then that, that infant's formula thing or infant's Tylenol thing is enraging because when your kid, your baby, has a fever, your goal as a parent is to get that fever down. Right. And for to have to go through the havoc to get to shop around, whatever, to hopefully get some, that's... You're already stressed enough because your kid's having a fever. Yeah. And, and they're in pain and all that, and you want to help them. But then to not be able to just run over to the drugstore and grab some is just insane. So shame on the companies for not, like, seriously stocking up on that stuff or, or producing it. They're not producing it. Obviously, if we could get it, we'd get it. Yeah. But the fact that Canada has to import acetaminophen from other countries... I don't know. I, it, it just kind of ticks me off, especially when you think about little kids. Because I, I know a lot of kids that, or a lot of people's kids who are sick right now, and it's horrible. You, you hate seeing little kids suffer. It's like when your dog or cat are ill yeah. too, and they can't tell you what's wrong. They're just whiny and mopey, <laughs> and you don't want your kids being that way. So let me see. Oh, uh, I got an email from Bush's Beans telling us to shut up about the cans. <laughs> by the way, so like, I guess the Bush Beans Mafia is probably listening. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Bush Beans. Um, so, you know, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, the plant-based meat. Oh yeah. Well, there's an article here. Uh, it's in progressive grocer, the November issue, and it's the market overview of plant-based proteins. I just want to read a couple nuggets from it. Nuggets. See what I did there? Nuggets. (laughs) So now they're calling them PBMA. 
the plant-based meat alternative. Okay. So if you give it a lot of letters, okay. sounds fancy. Another acronym. Uh, it says the plant-based meat alternative market hasn't expanded upon its pandemic-driven bump, signaling that consumers aren't necessarily buying PBMAs <laughs> after the initial trial and that PBMAs are an occasional purchase rather than an everyday protein option. So basically, people don't like them as much as they want. Well, aren't they more expensive than meat? Well, it's funny you say that because, where's this other part? Rising inflation hinders PBMA market growth. While meat prices are rapidly rising, consumers prioritize familiar- familiarity. Dang it, I was going to try. I, I even <laughs> practice that. While meat prices are rapidly rising, consumers prioritize stuff they're familiar with <laughs> during periods of economic uncertainty. Right. So even though the meat might be regular meat, real meat might, might be more expensive, I'd rather buy that because I know what I'm getting. True. If I'm buying hamburger and it's eight bucks a pound, I know that it's going to be hamburger. If I'm buying this crap. True. Well, just like we were talking before on another episode about the jerky. Yeah. You know. The fake jerky it's, stuff. It's like, why spend that much money if you don't really know? Well, this stuff's like, like more expensive to, to produce, which, come on. I mean, if it's supposed yeah. to be a cheaper alternative, it's not... You're not feeding a cow, raising cattle and all that. So there's something wrong with this. Um, it says plant. Oh, here's another word. Get ready. Plant-based diets, while trending, remain fairly niche. Or is it niche? <laughs> I think it's niche. Dang it. <laughs> and meat is a mainstay in consumers' diets. Consumers view meat as tasty, premium, exciting, and a good source of protein. And meat dishes elicit strong emotional responses from consumers. Yes, they do. When I see a big old bone-in ribeye... I get happy <laughs> when I see a beet juice blood burger sitting in a case that's like some fake name on it. I don't, that doesn't elicit a happy emotion to me. It, it, it's almost, well, it's gross to me <laughs> and I get it, but, uh, Oh, I learned another new word. I'm going to try this one. Plant-based diets, especially flexitarianism. Ooh. will gain prominence as consumers reduce their meat consumption for environmental reasons. And demand for PBMA options will grow as Gen Z consumers age and become a larger share of the total U.S. population. So at least it's not on me. <laughs> Gen X, I don't have to worry about eating this crap. Let, let, let the kids. I'm going to stick with my farm raise. I don't even care if it's farm raise at this point. I just want a hamburger. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't want that, that other crap. So... All right, we're going to be uh, shutting her down here. I have to I have to get geared up. Let me see if there's anything else on my list. Oh, just about the no green bean casserole, and we all survived. Although I did do an informal poll when we were at your sister's, and we had a lot of family and friends there. And it was probably split Yeah. about who liked it and who didn't. But there wasn't any riots because we didn't have it. So. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying if we did have it, there would have been a riot either. So we had broccoli and cheese instead. Dude, why not? Yeah. That's like that's the way to go. What else was there? Uh, didn't you make a stuffing with sausage in it? Yes. Whew. A cornbread stuffing with sausage and apples. That was amazing. My stomach, I don't know if the mic picked it up. It just growled. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, um, you had to purchase eggs to make the devil eggs. Yeah. Which was very sinful since our girls have been producing. I know. I, I'm still just struggling with... Even if I, you know, let the eggs sit out on the counter to get to room temperature, I mean, I've boiled eggs a million times. They're, they're and, very tough to and peeled them, but pe- these they're still. Well, I could I peeled. I was able to peel them yeah. the last time I tried it, but 
It's very time consuming. Because well, that little membrane in there. That didn't you imp- tell me something the other day, though, that it's like the older the egg? Yes. And did because you read that somewhere bought, or heard it? That's why I bought the white eggs. And you let them sit for a bit, A couple right? weeks before. And they were, they peeled fine. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is I, I whipped up some eggs this morning. And there was a combination of our girls' eggs and four of those nasty white eggs. <laughs> and I did not like my eggs this morning. Really? I did not like the store-bought eggs that were mixed in with the girls. I, I, I could almost tell the difference when I, bite to bite. Wow. I scrambled them. They just weren't as good. Well, number one, I made them. You didn't. Right. Could be part of it. Let's be real. <laughs> but, and, and maybe I just have a, such a passion for the Golden Girls. By the way, we, we let them out the other day when I was uh, working on the leaves out in the yard. I swear, that is the most therapeutic thing to stand I- out there. As I was blowing the leaves... You'd think they'd stay away from me because I had the leaf blower, right? Right. Dude, they were right there with me. Like, as I was moving the... I felt like the rooster <laughs> blowing the leaves out of the way for my girls to, to dig up and look for bugs. And they were just... It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> their little fluffy butts. I know, I love their little butts. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's very therapeutic, though. It was a very relaxing day. Which reminds me... Uh, this is episode 51. I don't think I even said it at the beginning. Okay. We had the big 5-0 last week. It's 51 okay. this week. Next week's week 50, or episode 52. Do you remember what happens? The log is supposed to be gone by episode 52. Oh. I did burn it a little bit. Well, it looks like you could just, like, I think I'm going to be able to just, it in half. I think I'm going to chop it in half and throw it in the trash. <laughs> so it should be gone by next Sunday. The weather's messing with me right now because I kind of goofed off the last couple times. It was nice. I didn't, like, burn it. And now it looks like we got rain the rest of the week. So it's going to be gone from heck or <laughs> One high way water or another. next week. I don't care if I got to find a dumpster behind the family dollar. Jeez. God, wouldn't you hate to get arrested for that? Uh, yeah, that would be embarrassing. Throwing a burnt log away. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. All right. Well, we'll. I'll, oh, wait, 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 wait. The coolest thing when I did my little Amazon flexing last night, I think I told you about it. But. Through the app, when I was delivering a package, I was standing there, and there was a little note in the in the app. It said, stand like five feet from the garage and press this button on your phone. And I did, and all of a sudden, the garage door opens up. From your phone? From my phone. And then it, it had me put the package, and there was a couple other Amazon packages there, so I put it with there, with that one. And then you have to stand back and hit the button wow. again, and you got to stand there and wait for the thing. I was like, man, what kind of technology have we got going on now? Wasn't that neat? I had access to their garage to put their package <laughs> in there, which is awesome. Yeah. Because that way, you know they got it. Yeah. So, getting ready to head out there again today. Looks like the rain is uh, calming down. I had a blast doing it yesterday, but it was my first time doing it late at night. And that was a challenge. And so I will give this tip out there. If you're planning on buying a lot of online stuff this year, please make sure the numbers on your mailbox are not upside down. (laughs) Sixes look like nines. Nines look like sixes if they're upside down. You know what I'm saying? And uh, make sure it's actually on the mailbox where it's kind of visible. It's hard to see like on the house because a lot of folks have motion sensor lights. Yes, yes. Unless their light's on, you can't really see their house number. So if you're planning on doing a lot of online shopping, Please help out those uh, delivery folks. <laughs> not only am I a retail ranger, I'm a, what is this? Logistics ranger oh, now. Geesh. Logistics. I can't, see, I can't even barely say that. Flexitarianism <laughs> is a niche market. Nice. That I'm not, I don't have much familiar. Dang it. Still, you got to work on that. Almost did it. Got to work on that. 
familiarity. All right, y'all be good. Appreciate the support. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.